Welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining in today as we continue the Holy Spirit, His fruit, His guidance, His power. Today, we're going to be looking at names and symbols for the Holy Spirit. The Bible uses at least four significant names in speaking of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is sometimes translated as the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, and also the Comforter. Each name has to do with the particular office of the Holy Spirit. Let's start with the name, the Holy Spirit. I know it's popular these days to drop that definite article and just say Holy Spirit. I believe that is incorrect. That definite article is there to emphasize exclusivity. He is the one and the only. There are other spirits out there, but there is only one Holy Spirit who is God. Now, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 7 through 8 lets us know that among the three members of the Holy Trinity, the Holy Spirit has the office of holiness and purity. He is the power that brings holiness and purity to believers. He sets us apart from the wickedness of this world. He is called the Spirit of God. We find that in Ephesians chapter 4, verse uh, 30. Because God works through the Holy Spirit, calling sinners to Jesus, revealing the truth, and leading believers, John chapter 6, verse 44, Matthew chapter 11, verse 25, Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Yes, I'm giving scripture today. Pull your Bibles out, write it down, check it out. We're going to deal with a lot of scripture today. Because you got to back this stuff up with the word because there's a lot of false information out there, a lot of spooky spiritual stuff going on. But we're going to get down to the real nitty gritty and talk about what God says. So, yes, a lot of scripture. The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Christ. Jesus said that the Spirit would testify of him. That's found in John chapter 15, verse 26. He's oftentimes referred to as the comforter. I think about the comforter on my bed. Oh, how it just envelops me with warmth. And uh. Anyway, the comforter is a name of endless mercy. Good God Almighty. Woo, make me want to sing, make me want to shout. The comforter is a name of endless mercy. Paraclete or comforter is two Greek words that mean at one's side. And it also means to call. Now, this name originated from a court trial, believe it or not. When a defendant was pressed hard by a prosecutor, and didn't know how to plead for himself, didn't know how to defend himself, he would look around, hoping I can find somebody to help me. 
was looking for somebody to help. Seeing a familiar face of a friend or someone who is influential, the defendant would beckon to him and the friend would make his way through the crowd to the defendant's side. The friend stands by the defendant as his paraclete and helps him to win his case. He counsels, he pleads, entreats, exhorts, and strengthens so that a person can gain victory over his opponents. John chapter 14, verse 16. The Bible is full of metaphors that refer to the Holy Spirit. Let's start with water. The Bible says, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. John chapter 7, verses 37 through 38. In many places in the Bible, water is used as a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Why water? When we understand the relationship between water and human life, we can understand a great deal about the Holy Spirit. Number one, water is indispensable to the preservation of life. A human being is composed of 60% water. If dehydrated, a person is in danger of losing physical life. In California, it's been scorching hot. It's, man, it's been warm. And a lot of people have ended up in the hospital due to dehydration. Not enough water. Likewise, the Holy Spirit is indispensable to our spiritual life. By continuously drinking of the Holy Spirit, we can preserve our spiritual life. We can uh, eliminate becoming dehydrated and, and sick and confused and worn out and all of that um, if we continuously drink of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. We also enjoy the satisfying life in which we shall never thirst. John chapter 4 verses 13 through 14. Water is also indispensable to the cleansing of our bodies. If we didn't have access to water for a long time, man, the filth and the corruption would eventually make us sick even unto death, even to death, as a matter of fact. Remember that bubonic plague that wiped out so many people in Europe so many years ago? Well, that was due to a lack of, um, it was due to um, unsanitary conditions. Every day we wash our bodies, our clothes, our, 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 we clean up our kitchen, we're using this water, you know, well, our spiritual life should be cleansed daily by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, as if washing us with water, refreshes us, renewing our hearts so we can lead clean lives. Titus chapter 3, verse 5. The Holy Spirit is the origin of life to those who are obedient. But he is the spirit of judgment, a consuming flood to those who are disobedient. Go back and read Genesis chapter 7 and Exodus chapter 14, verse 28. The Bible says that he 
shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Matthew chapter 3 verse 11. <laughs> Trying to spit out all these scriptures. Woo. All right. But we need them. It's necessary and it's also good for us. Fire is a popular symbol of the Holy Spirit. But the truth is that this metaphor uh, implies we, we, we're not so familiar with that. It's not so well known. So let me just bust that out a little bit. Fire was used as the symbol of the Holy Spirit because throughout the Old Testament, without exception, the presence of God appeared in fire. After the ascension of Jesus, 120 disciples gathered together in an upper room in Jerusalem, and they were waiting for the promise of the Holy Spirit. Then on the Feast of Pentecost, suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it set upon each of them. Acts chapter 2, verses 2 through 3. Second, fire burns away that which is unwanted. The most perfect method of purification known to mankind is by fire. The Holy Spirit dwells in us to consume sin. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 29. Third, fire provides us with light. How diligently people seek the fire or the light that illuminates the physical world. Because without light, we would be stumbling around in darkness, falling all over everything. So we need that light. Fourth, the Holy Spirit is symbolized by fire because fire symbolizes power. The Holy Spirit provides us with the power of heaven to get kingdom business done. Emphasis on kingdom. The Greek word then, yeah, th this is the next word. The Greek word for wind and spirit is called pneuma in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, it was called ruach. The Holy Spirit is the holy wind. First, the wind exists everywhere on earth. Jesus said the Holy Spirit would be with us forever. There's no place on the earth where he is not present. He works around the world so nobody can monopolize or resist him. The wind is in continuous motion. We can feel the wind moving. So the Holy Spirit is also continually working. We cannot control the direction of the wind as we wish. Jesus said that the wind blows as it will. Fourth, a blowing wind makes stifling and stagnant air fresh and full of vitality. You know, have you ever walked into a room and it was just stuffy and you had to open up the door to let some fresh air in? Well, that is what we're talking about here. That when the Holy Spirit is a part of our life, when he's moving, when he's in motion, he brings a fresh anointing. He gives us that 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 vitality and that vigor. 
The Holy Spirit comes into our lives like the wind with new life and vitality of heaven. The Holy Spirit is also referred to as oil. They would anoint places and persons. They would anoint them with oil. These anointed places and persons are holy and set apart unto God using the oil. Oil was necessary for the seven candlesticks in the tabernacle of God. No other light was permitted to light the holy place. Only the light from the oil of the Holy Spirit. Only the light from the Holy Spirit can illuminate the word of God. Oil prevents wear and tear and breakdown because it relieves friction between moving parts. That's why your car needs oil. So that it can remove that friction. Not metal to metal. He can lubricate the human spirit as we move in unity. So when believers are coming together, the Bible says like the oil that flowed down Aaron's beard, we move in unity without friction. Oil is a necessary ingredient for the preservation of life. Believers without it end up like dried bones in the valley of Ezekiel's vision without the Holy Spirit. So we need that oil. Anyway, there are many more names and symbols for the Holy Spirit. I just covered a few, but I hope it was enough to encourage you to spend more time in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I know that I am in these days and these times we need him. If this lesson was a blessing to you, please tell a friend. If you have enjoyed this episode, you can also give me a thumbs up. Click that notification button if you haven't done so already. So you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. Until next time, be blessed.